to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 82. This is your host, Sean Tudor. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm t- I'm not going to figure it out. I don't know how you can do it. I'm just not. You just got to say, this is the Tutors, Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. This is episode number 82. I'm your host, Sam. Damn. Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 82 where we research life so you don't have to. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Damn, dude. Right? You got it. I got it. You got Fuck, it. Fuck, dude. Cool. Uh, should we keep the mistake intro? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, we're on a Tudor episode. We're on a Tudor episode. Sam and I are both sick. Um, it's annoying. Sickness is lame. I think we slept until like 10 a.m. this morning. Yeah, we did. Dude, I'm usually up at the latest 6 o'clock. Like, any day. Weekends. I'd say latest 7. Latest 7. Latest 7. Do stuff till 10 today. It felt so good. And me. No, it did not feel. I felt like shit. Oh, okay. You felt good? When you woke up at 10, did you feel good? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, you felt like shit. Yeah. Yeah. But even if we woke up at 7, we still would have felt like shit. Oh, no. I woke up at 7, and I felt like ass. And then I went back to bed for three more hours, and I woke up and felt slightly less assy <laughs> then you felt like shit yeah yeah even mimi woke up or laid in bed with us yeah i got up at seven to let the dogs out and then they're both just like wait we can go back to bed and i'm like yeah you felt fed ham too didn't you yeah i fed her yeah she needed to eat. she would have been pissed if she would have woken us up yeah she'd be like all right this ain't this ain't happening yeah um so anyways we're gonna do a quick one today we are going to talk about a little bit about money What'd you say? Financial literacy? Financial literacy. I listened to a webinar by a very smart man, Logan Rankin, on this on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And um, he just makes such good good points. A lot of it, I would say a good majority of it, I already knew besides, it's like you know it and you've read it, but it's nice to hear it reaffirmed from people that live it. That, yeah. You know? That are successful based off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the only, th- like, the the main, main thing of the whole talk he did that I was, un- like, unaware of and not realizing I could do is um, hard money lending. Mm-hmm. And the return, you know, is spectacular. You can get a 10 to 12% return. Um with a with a point for for the origination um and then you know half a point for every month you need to extend past three months um to break that down into layman's terms is like if you have a hundred thousand dollars and you loan the hundred thousand dollars to someone who's like buying a property in cash to renovate it to flip it or to burr it um you buy it or you give them the money to buy it, then you get 12% amortized over a year, right? So you get, what the fuck is that? A hundred grand, 12% of a hundred grand. So it'd be 12 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Over the um, over the year, you lend it for three months and you get $3,000. You also get a point, which is 1% of the whole thing just for the origination. So you get a thousand dollars just 
for the origination of it, right? So for three months, you make four grand. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Granted, you had to put forth $100,000 for three months, but um, if they extend it past that three months, you almost want them to. Because if they extend it past that three months, you still get your percent, right? So you get another $1,000, but you also get a half a point, so $500 every month they re they they need an extension right so if they take to six months dude you're just sitting there like holy shit i made six grand interest thousand dollar point and fifteen hundred dollars in other points you made eighty five hundred bucks in six months that's really cool or not yeah that's right eighty five hundred yeah it'd be hard to be mad about that yeah that's so true and so yeah they'd be good for you because you do a lot of like flips and burrs. So you only need that money for a short amount of time. Right. And then while you're saying like, while I'm waiting on the next deal, lend it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I think so too. And <clears throat> the, another way I kind of, so this is, this is where the topic's going to get into. And this is what we're going to get into that money, that cash, cash is actually a liability right now. Um, why cash is a liability right now is because inflation this year, February, February's inflation was 7.9%. That is the highest inflation has been since 1982. Okay. That means if you have that hundred thousand dollars sitting in your bank account by the end of the year, if, if, if inflation does not go up, which is highly unlikely, right? Very unlikely that we peaked inflation in February. And then we're not going to have any more throughout the year. Right. Let's just say we don't, okay? I'm going to round it to 8 for simple math instead of 7.9. Let's just say we don't have any more inflation, okay? Your hundred grand sitting in the bank. By the end of the year, you have $92,000 of buying power, okay? Had you utilized that hundred grand right away to get into an appreciating asset like real estate, that... Real estate is going to give you depreciation. It's going to give you tax benefits because of the money you, the the interest you have for the mortgage, right? And you're going to have appreciation on the property, not to mention cash flow and all that other good shit. But by taking that hundred grand and putting it into something, you can borrow eighty percent of a loan, or you know eighty percent mm-hmm. um, from the bank. So you can you can lend eighty percent from the bank, so that hundred thousand dollars can buy you a five hundred thousand dollar property. You put a hundred grand down, you have four hundred thousand dollars left. You still have that hundred thousand dollars in equity. That's still yours. It's just an equity, right? Um, and then you have an appreciating asset with all these other benefits like cash flow, depreciation, and tax benefits. Not to mention, this is the best part, my favorite part right here, right? You can borrow that money right now anywhere from 3%, like 3.75%. Interest rates have gone up anywhere from 3.75% to about 4.75 to 5, depending on your lender. <clears throat> so let's round it to, because uh, I usually lend at 4.5%. So you're lending at 4.5% interest rate, right? Mm-hmm. Inflation is 8%. That means by you lending that money, by you putting that $100,000 down, not only are you curbing that the 8% inflation, you're also 
making 3.5% on the debt you got from the loan. So you are making 3.5% on the bank's money. That's crazy. Dude, I'm like, this is fucking, it's a no-brainer to get into shit like that as long as it's a cash flowing asset right or you can make it a cash flowing asset you don't want to be getting into something that is negative every month and you have to cover unless you're in a financial position to do so right um oh yeah what do you got hop in i got nothing i'm just listening oh okay um so i thought about it right because i'm going to have access to those sort of funds but a lot of them are in lines of credit, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, okay, the line of credit I have or we have and then I'll have on that is 4.5%. Right. So I could lend that. Um, so so he, here's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, okay, do I cash out refi mm-hmm. and get all that money back in cash to then lend it for hard money? Mm-hmm. Or... Do I keep that equity in my properties, have a over-encompassing line of credit, and then <clears throat> I still get all the benefits of that extra cash flow and shit right. from that, those properties being paid down. And when I have an opportunity to hard money lend, I borrow my own money from the bank at 4.5%. I go, I lend it, I'll still make 7.5%. Over, so I'll be covering my 4.5%. I will be getting 7.5% plus my point for origination fee and 0.5 for my... Damn. You know, the the extension fees. That's crazy. Dude, show me a fucking 401k producing that right now. Right, yeah, Sean, you asked about my IRA. I'm assuming it's because of this? Yeah, yeah. Well, because... Uh, he said, uh, Logan said in his talk that 93% of 401ks are down this year. Wow. Yours is not though, right? No, mine's down. Oh yeah. Mine's definitely down. Oh, okay. Mine's, mine's up overall, right? So mine's up overall from when I started, but I think I'm down 27% this year or something like that. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Um, and I don't have a lot in there, right? Like I don't have a whole lot in mine. Um, but yeah, it's down a good amount, 17, 17%, something. It's down a lot. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I checked out my Weeble yesterday to see what my Weeble was down. Yeah. 54%. I was like, that's so dope. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Big ouchies, big ouchies. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the power, right? Meanwhile, what's happened to all my real estate? They've gone up. Every fucking piece of real estate I have is up. Mm-hmm. That's what Kayla was telling me. Her parents' house, um, they said it was going to get reassessed just by the city of town of Anson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it went up $100,000. Yeah, dude, this shit don't even make no sense. 100000 Wait, the town assessed at that? The city assessed at that? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They should get an appraisal, get a big old line of credit on that. They probably don't need to. No. They don't need to do that. But they were saying, they're just like, it's so <clears throat> shitty because like when they do that, they just look at the outside and appraise it from the outside. Yeah. Yep. But they have like a whole bunch of unfinished projects on the inside of it. Right. And they're like, so this sucks because like they can't go do that because if they did, they'd be like, oh, it's not worth that much because they need to 
finish all these projects. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, that sucks because we had the same issue here. Mm -hmm. We are at 90% completion for our house. Yeah, we are. 90% completion for our house. When we had the uh, appraiser come in, we were like 80% completion of the house. Mm -hmm. Came and did the appraisal. Appraised it at 172. City sends their tax info. Our property appraised at like 192 just from the outside. Yeah. And that's without them knowing that it's a four-bed, two-bath now and it's still a three-bed, two-bath. Yeah. Um, so that's super lame, that uh, that discrepancy. But we just need to finish this to 100% completion and then um, either sell it. Or get a. Or get a bigger HELOC on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess the big point of this topic is money, cash, is a liability. It is going down, sitting in your bank. Your money needs to be circulating. It needs to be moving. It needs to be invested. Mm -hmm. If it's not, you are losing money at a pretty exponential rate. Like the the average goal is to receive an eight percent return on your four hundred one k, right? Like that is the that's the target is eight percent on your four hundred one k. Right now, you're guaranteed to lose that lose that this year, and so. With your 401ks already not performing, let's just say they were performing, you'd be hoping to break even for the year. But that's not the case because it's down and you're going to be down by the end of the year anyways. Right. Um, And the the other scary thing with that is, right, your money is locked up into a 401k or an IRA or whatever until you're 65, 60, 60 or 65 until you pull without penalties. I thought we, like, wasn't it 65? It's 65. 65 before you can pull with all penalties. Your money is not circulating. This is the best, The uh, one of the best things that he had to say was when you, uh, if you look at some of the biggest thriving businesses, um, banks are in that. Really? Look at, look at, look at fucking U.S. Bank. That's so true. Huge thriving company, right? And mm-hmm. all these banks are thriving. And it's because banks, I, f- I just found out, banks go borrow from the Federal Reserve. Um, I think right now it's like 1.5%. Oh, wow. So they're doubling their money. At 3%, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. But commercial lenders, they so the goal, the goal for commercial lenders to make 3%. Three percent on the money they borrow. So they're borrowing at one and a half. That means they're lending at four and a half, which is fine with me. Honestly, give me a four and a half percent interest rate. I'm fine with that. You get your three percent bank. But think about that. The bank, their job is to have money circulating. The bank, they banks only have to keep. I think it's fifteen percent of all deposits and cash for um, customers on hand. Right, so 85% of the deposits and, and cash that's in a bank is being lended out. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so they're lending that out, right, at essentially, I think your savings account is 0.06% interest, right? It's like so minuscule. Yeah, it's tiny. Um, so they are essentially lending that money out at 4.5%. They're getting 4.5% on 85% of their de- deposits from their customers. Right. Then they go and borrow from the Federal Reserve at 1.5%. Then they loan it out to us at 4.5%. They make their 3%. We, the the uh, the customer, then 
are making 3.5% ourselves from edging inflation, hedging inflation, right? So we're staying ahead of inflation by 3.5%. The bank staying ahead of what they're borrowing at 3 not to mention they're 6.5% from inflation, but they're staying 3 above them. We're staying 3.5% above the bank. Um, and then not to mention whatever we're able to get for our return on investment. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, um, at least like mine and Ryan's, we, we shoot for a 20% cash on cash return. Right. Um, so we, we're getting a 20% return every year too, not to mention hedging that inflation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so That's it's fair. just, the thing is, banks know to leverage their money. Banks know to leverage their money. It's constantly circulating. Their their money's out constantly circulating, making more money on interest rates and things like that. And so why would we as humans not do what some of the most successful businesses in the world do? Why would we lock our money up for 40 years? You know, say you start at 25. Why would we lock our money up for 40 years where we can't touch it? It can't be circulating. We can't be making more on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just the lack of uh education on it i believe yeah the, the lack of financial literacy on it mm-hmm. people people don't know the average person doesn't know right and we've talked about that like that's something that should be taught in schools but you have to think like people are making money off of americans not knowing what to do with their money oh the the elite the elite top one percent make so much goddamn money off the other 99 percent for not knowing what the fuck they're doing 100 percent it's it's genius. Why why would you want to change that system? Mm-hmm. They're thriving. What did we learn today uh, uh, that they teach us in G- Germany? Um, they so they t- you you were telling me about it. They teach in Germany about like um, USA propaganda. Propaganda in the USA, the lack of morals in the U.S. Yeah, and I can't remember what it was. Shoot. So pretty much how it went was the United States teaches about 1940s Nazi Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Germany right now, so so that the US teaches that about like that was a bad living situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like do you we don't want to replicate that. 100% we don't want to replicate Nazi Germany, right? right? That was really really bad. 100% we don't want to do that. Germany right now is teaching their students of the propaganda media low moral standards of the United States in like 2020, 2021 life. What's going on right now? What's going on right now? Teaching their students. We do not want to replicate that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, that was hilarious. Yeah. And it was something about how we're pretty much just, we've been taught to just kind of go with the flow and not uh, question things. Yes. Yep. Yep. So that was another thing that they teach. About Americans. Yep. We, yeah, we don't critically think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really isn't hilarious at all. It's quite sad that there's a country like that utilizing us as what not to do. Yep. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. I mean, they they did say, like, there are high up people who say, <clears throat> like, the best thing we can have is people not critically thinking. We don't, you know, we don't want people critically thinking. Right, you don't want people to question things. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's awful. You want people to critically think. How else are we going to grow mm. well, expand mm-hmm. well? But yeah, it's cool. I think so. Um, what else you got on money, babe? 
I just nothing. <clears throat> all right. That's all we got for today's episode. Uh, cash is a liability. Remember that. Don't think saving and just parking your money and holding it is going to bring you to retirement or get you rich. Your money needs to be circulating. You need to be leveraging your money. Uh, and cash flow and appreciation are kind of the new the new thing now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you're going to hedge against this extremely high inflation. Right now, this what, what's happened in the market, logically, three, four years ago, we this you you couldn't predict this three, four years ago because we would not have thought the answer to all of our issues were gonna be the government printing trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And so by them utilizing that technique, we are in this situation where old school thinking, old school mindset, and when I say old school, I'm talking three fucking years ago. Things that were true three years ago are no longer true anymore. Right. Because of the Federal Reserve printing trillions of dollars. Um, so it's not, I mean, it's not people, it's not the average Joe's fault. We could not predict this. It just happens to be how our government seems to solve our problems is by printing more money, which then increases the average person's problems significantly. Oh, yeah. That's what I got for you today on uh, this episode of Tutors of Life, where we research life so you don't have to. There you go. Love it. Okay, check us out on all the places where we don't actually post. Bye. See ya. See ya.